Hey, YouTubers and friends, how are you all doing tonight? I hope you're all totally awesome, absolutely fabulous, fabulous. Um, tonight we're having another return visitor with us, Ellie Knows Rocks, also was one of the stars from the YouTube world on Frozen Gold up in Greenland, Iceland. She'll talk about it. Greenland. I was right the first time. So, uh, with no more further ado, I'll get on with this. So, don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, YouTubers and friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, and I. Oh yeah, super chat. <laughs> oh, doggone it! I, I, I other buttons I, I forgot to do. Okay, unclick uh -oh. super chat. So just in case someone gives me a super chat, I already did that. Now, uh, subscribe button. Doggone it! Uh, I started a little late tonight because right when i pushed start button on my encoder it crashed so hey you know i'm not gonna say it but you know its name so sh no more no more uh -huh. hello jesse dano ellie how are you talking are about you? that are you talking about that eddie dude yeah 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 <laughs> Wolfman Rants, good to see you, buddy. Yeah, let's uh, let's real quick say hi to our our chat room here. Hi, guys. I'm as quick as my thumb can go. Okay. <laughs> Brad, Rob. I've typed in hi several times. I think that's yeah. the best Don, I can do. Marcos, Terry Curry, or Top Notch M. How are you tonight, Rockbuster? Tazzy T, nice little stuck oh. on your quad there going to that mine. What was that? The silver slipper mine or whatever it is. Silver something. I'm sorry, Tazzy T. It's good to see all our Aussie friends in here yeah. along with our David American Beale. friends and Canadian friends. And, hey, let's not, let's not forget the world's best moderator on the inner yes, zone yes yes mr Jeff, <laughs> hey, that, that dude that dude can moderate a chat room let me tell you oh he's he probably has this dude this dude catches a troll before the troll even knows he's trolling right right yeah, it's <laughs> like gone. troll dog what? he has what troll dog um yep. But so <laughs> he's probably moderating in like three different other chaps. Right. I, I think his crypto king is on so, now too. So he's probably know, over at his channel. I wonder if he's a, a moderator bot. <laughs> a moderator bot. Are you a bot? <laughs> JP Lonsonmore, how you doing? Flower Gold Wizard. 
Hey, oh Margo. yeah, I'll, I'll give another oh yeah super chat for that nice, from nice. our friend Flower Gold Wizard. <laughs> oh sure, now it won't do that. Oh yeah, thank you, Jason the Mason, my friend. Amethyst and, and, Angel, how you doing? Richard B says howdy, Ellie. Those rocks. Welcome to L A L H C Arizona. Uh, Marvidius, Marlin, Aurora. How are you two, our Canadian friends? Ogre, Ogre, Ogre. Wow, you're supposed to say hi, Mister Ed, to me, and I go, "Hey, Wilbur." Oh my god! You you kind of have that little dyslexic there, dude. <laughs> so, uh, but fantastic. <laughs> you, what's up? Uh, speaking hey, of JP's lawns and more, I have to give a big birthday shout out to Mrs. JP and the Bulldogs. It's her All birthday right. today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, look, Amethyst, how are you tonight? And my videos. Sanji. Evening, Ed. <laughs> Everybody. Ed. Hey, someone said hi. Wilbur, Richard B. <laughs> Hello, Wilbur. Thanks for joining our show. <laughs> I think we caught up with everybody, right? Uh, I believe so. Oh, look, the uh, seven seventeen detector. Hello, how are you? Hello, tonight? hello, hello. Welcome, Curry. Curry, <laughs> Curry in the house. All these absolutely oh, fabulous Mark. grand people. Marcos Tuga, Wolfman Rants, four eleven. Howdy. Yeah, Indiana The first yeah. time I saw Wolfman Rants, he was doing a rant at the ways the police in Georgia, I believe, was treating our friends from Adventures with Purpose. And they were treating them bad because they solved a case and the cops. Yeah, didn't. they were they were being jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Bad, I mean, you know, that's all it was, man. They, well, well, unfortunately, the, the police the reality, don't have the resources to right, continue was, a search for right, a long time. Where, or not just the resources, but they're limited to what they're allowed to do, also by by their bosses. True, you know. True. Uh, they don't want to spend the money. They don't want. They don't want to. Oh, but I, I'm sure if the family was an influential, rich family from the area, they'd be throwing well, everything at it. Well, that's because the family's probably throwing everything at it. You know, fortunately, we have, fortunately, there's people like, like Jared and, and the other, the other uh, divers that are doing this around the world. And I, 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 I give that credit to Jared, um, you know, for get, you know getting this such a a big thing that's gone around the world, right? Uh, I I think that he's influenced 
to a great deal. But anyways, you know, they they can only do so much. So yeah, it sucks. But they shouldn't be jealous about it. They should be thanking him, saying, hey, what a great job. Thank you. You know, we, we, these people can, these people have closure. I'm sorry. I'm off my rant. <laughs> uh, Ohio Relic Hunter, our friend Bill Marsh, uh, he wants to know if he could get a shirt, one of your shirts for his wife. I'm copying that link. Boy, I'm really bad at this tonight. I can't multitask for the life of me. <laughs> Do you have them over on Ellie Knows Rocks? Yeah, on I have com? them on Etsy. Oh. Okay. My I had like my website going and whatnot, but it like the fees associated with it versus the um everything that wasn't being sold was just not worth it. And so it's just moderated now too like vlog pictures things like that and then uh, it's easier to sell things over on etsy because i sell my rock stands there i can't print enough of them because i 3d print them to actually keep them in stock <laughs> so that's good it's a good problem to have but yeah yeah right so that's can't cool do enough work <laughs> pretty much um, do you have a link on your i'm not seeing the link to your uh, etsy over on ellie knows rocks.com well no, but it's in the chat. I just put it in the chat too. Ah, okay, there you go. That's why we make you a moderator. I'm surprised we didn't make you a moderator a year ago when you were on. Right. No worries. I'm an afterthought. <laughs> Are we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, remember that person? They did that stuff that time. Yeah. No, not that stuff. The other stuff. The other stuff. Good gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so yes, Ben, we were just we were talking earlier. So we, now we've said our hellos and everybody welcome Ellie to our chat to our uh, live stream tonight. She just walked in and just sat down, started talking. That's right. <laughs> That's fine. That works. Jesse uh, likes that. Jesse so likes cool. that a lot. The more Absolutely. you talk, the more he'll That's like right. it. Yes, I have loads so, to say usually. <laughs> hugely hugely i like to usually be asked a question and then i can elaborate uh, I'll, I'll try to think of one or two for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you hopefully you can fill in the gaps totally but, uh, yeah uh, you were here i think we were talking probably a little over a year ago mm -hmm. uh, i don't remember you were just June, starting July. I want to say it was early June. It was of last year. It was yeah. early June because our anniversary is June 22nd. So maybe it was late June or early July you were on. There you go. Yeah, so. I, I remember I sitting on my floor and doing stuff. That's how I remember like where I'm at is usually what room I was in while I was doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I remember where I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You know, yeah. some people use their sense of smell. You know, some people use it, their sense of sound, whatever. Oh, I, I remember what, what happened when I heard that. Yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> so since then, I, I, I don't remember how long you'd been doing your YouTube channel at that point. Um, I 
I think I started actually posting videos on my YouTube in September of 2020. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So you've been doing them about a year, a little over a year. Close um, to a year. Yeah. I'd been doing it for eight months by the time I uh, talked to you guys. And right. then now um, it's been in a month here, it'll be two years. So, woohoo. Yeah, cool. Ooh, you're so, doing well. You're, yeah. oh, geez. I was looking at it the other day. Uh, 7,000 you... subscribers, 8,000 subscribers. Nice. 6,000. Uh, sure. Mm hmm. Unless I can't read, which is a full on possibility because sometimes the computer screen and me don't get along. So i don't okay. know it is her channel isn't it she it, it is her know. channel yeah oh you're right <laughs> hey if it's more i'm totally down just a little <laughs> over six thousand uh 6.09 k okay we clean your glasses then i i maybe you know <laughs> i i do need so. new glasses so are you still doing are you still doing a lot of videos? I mean, are you putting videos out regularly and stuff? Yes, I put videos out every week on Wednesday. Um, awesome. my next video will be tomorrow. I have to actually finish it off tonight when we're done here <laughs> and just make sure that it's like fine-tuned. Uh, but it's another one of my series for my personal vlog of my time in Greenland because I, no, I put out the first one. Um on the year anniversary when I went over there and I've kind of been following along, but sticking in a couple of my rock hounding adventures just so that, you know, people see that I am still doing the same thing. And it's not just my vlog series in case they get right. sick of hearing me. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> I just wanted to let them know like what I was actually doing over there in, on, I guess on my time frame in my little zone and whatnot. So I'm giving everybody that chance to see the craziness. Cool. So now, now you've got a chance to let's talk about that a little bit. You know, I, uh, you know, because um, all of a sudden we heard our buddy Ray is going to Greenland, mm -hmm. right? You know, Ray Russo, you know, mm -hmm. friend of the channel, friend of a friend of ours, and he was going to Greenland. And then, then we heard you were going to be up there, and the AU twins, who I had who I had just started following on YouTube also, uh, was trying to get him on the show before they even, uh, you know, started that, right? And then the other guys, you know, just, because <clears throat> I'm constantly looking at different YouTube channels and trying yeah. to find people to, to bring on, somebody that looks interesting, let's check this out, no treasure hunters and that. Sometimes I, I wind up in rabbit holes, like watching <laughs> watching people cut grass, <laughs> wow so do you go watch the trees grow as well because that's probably just as fun oh that well fortunately these guys are really cool because they, <laughs> they do uh speed up the the action so it's mm -hmm. you're watching you're watching a, a four or five hour job get done in an hour and it's kind of cool that's asmr stuff right it's instant gratification. You know, it's like those guys that dig those pools, those elaborate pools out of mud. Exactly. Exactly. Those are fun to watch. Too. <laughs> yes, they are. I can't help it. I love I, I like those thing. guys. They go in the jungle and next thing you know, they have a palace <laughs> with a pool. and. Yeah, 
It's the, insane. Yeah. It's the really dudes that impressed me are the ones with just the stick. Yep, All and then he's got this is a and, and do a leaf and throwing yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, so, but that's, you know, and that's, I, I think that's how I, I kind of came across you the first time too. I was watching, oh, there's somebody, geologists. You know, I'm always trying to find different types of treasures, hunters, uh, uh, things that are related, you know, geologists. Yeah, we've had about three. Well, um, it was, uh, oh, you're not no, talking I think, to me. No, no, I think we've had like three different geologists on here. Uh, oh, yeah, Jeff geologists. Williams. Oh, four. Uh, Matt. Right. Uh, the dredging geologist or whatever he calls himself. And Ellie. And uh, the rock butchers joined us. So four geologists. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, because personally, I think geologists help me be able to locate gold. It helps a lot of people understand a little bit how how gold works and how it gets where it's going. And, mm -hmm. and, and with you guys explaining how, you know, this process, it really helps us out a lot. Well, personally, I, I, I think even if you're not into geology before you're a prospector, once you get bit by the gold oh. bug, <laughs> you get in geology pretty quick. Right. It's like metal detectors become historians. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, you talk to any metal, uh, metal detectorist and, and they'll talk about history. Oh, you're right, Smith's Gold. Uh, Chris Ralph. Chris Ralph. Oh, so like yeah, Chris five. Ralph. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Jeff. So you've had a full handful. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hey, they're important in this, you know. Very important. We try. It's, that's one thing that I like about consulting and going out to claims and like walking a claim with the owner is to show them different parts of the especially in arizona because every most everything that people claim is placer very few hard rock claims but there are some they're just kind of a pain but the geomorphology and how it changes and what they can look for in those changes is huge and it's i can point out things that they might have thought might have been something or that they had no idea and either way it's really cool because i get to confirm what they were thinking about or i get to show them something brand new and the, the one gold claim that I've been working on, the amount of gold that we've pulled out of this area has been insane for where it was at. And you wouldn't think it was there, which was so cool. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's not just a feeling that you have because people are like, oh, you know, you can't, you can't believe in like the feelings, but it is, it's like, you can just tell. And there are certain looks of the rocks and certain smells and certain things, the way that they form and especially in those alluvial fans and stuff. So being able to point that out and then help them actually dig it up and see it come to fruition where they are actually getting like beautiful gold. It's fantastic. Yeah. So <clears throat> how did you, uh, did they, uh, did, let, let's talk about your trip to Greenland. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we all love to be there. I'm going to pin up Ellie because she's a lot better looking than any of us. Absolutely. 
You're doing what to me? Front and center. Mm. It's froze, froze solid. Can they? Can you guys hear us? No, they can't no, hear us. Can't it's frozen. Us. Probably not. Okay. Oh, they're talking about Journey. Never mind. They're talking amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good time to visit the fridge. Somebody needs a refill. Yeah. Okay, Go pee. I, we're Go. back now. We're back. Hey, everybody. Sorry about that. I had to totally reboot my encoder. Um, so hopefully I, I did shut down the widget I had to highlight chats. I did shut that down, so. Well, uh, you can hear us all. All of you can hear us, right? Yeah, can you hear us? Me, 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 me. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, so there we are. We're back. Out there. All right, all right. Now, hopefully people will start coming back because we had a nice room in here. And <laughs> those, of, those of you who die hearts that stuck around and gave us That's time, right. God bless your hearts. Absolutely. Okay. Okay, now we were talking about what? Where were we before? What was that thought you were holding? I forgot. Uh, uh, we were talking about the show a little, weren't we? Yes. We were talking about how, how you met Dave Turin. Did you guys hear that part? Well, I didn't meet Dave Turin. I, well, so that's you, where it got glitched. But from right. Dave Turin's show, um, yeah. I met Casey Morgan. Oh, Casey. Oh, Casey, yeah. Yeah, and he cool came guest. up. Um, with his wife V and I, I went total like freak out like fangirl for a second. I even tried <laughs> to like run through my table because I had a booth and I was like, "Oh, you're not gonna get through that, but recover and walk around." So I did. I said, "Hey," I said, "It's great to meet you. I'm a huge fan of the show. Can I get a picture with you?" And he's like, "Yeah, not a problem." And he pulled his kiddo in, and and his little son was sitting there, and so we all got a photo, and it was sweet. That you know. I, I was just like, wow, this, that was very cool. So I was just on this little high. Well, I go home and oops, sorry. I have my cat. She's um, all right. Um, so I get a, a Facebook or, um, uh, an Instagram message from V apparently, um, Casey Morgan and her already followed me. I had no idea, but I was like, oh, nice. oh my gosh, this is why I should check my notifications more often. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Anyway, right. she said, right. uh, there's, there's a flyer, um, that I'd like to send you. Um, she's all, I actually emailed them and, uh, recommended you for this. And I was like this, that's cool. So thanks. And, uh, the next day I actually got a message from the casting director for the show and said, Hey, we've actually seen your YouTube and your Instagram and some of the stuff that you do on TikTok." <laughs> Right. Plus, we got a message, um, you know, from a couple other people that you would be a great fit for our show. Um, would would you like to be on the show? And I'm like, oh, yeah, like there was no thinking about it. Right. I mean, yeah, I sat there going, oh, well, that thank you. That'd be a great opportunity. Like I was trying not to fly through the screen and like hug the person <laughs> on the other side. 
I was flipping <laughs> out going, go to Greenland, look for gold. Yeah, not a problem. I'm so down. Yeah. So I was ecstatic. Um, so they went through like the, the rigmarole of all of the stuff and basically they, they put me in a holding pattern, but they said, you know, you, you're our, one of our top people. We want you as the geologist and we want you to come as our lead adventure person. And they didn't know exactly a name and everybody was from Europe that was talking to me. So their accents were really cool. Our time zones were always off. So that was interesting. (laughs) And they always caught me right after a workout. So I come in for like, can you do a video chat real quick? I'm like, Oh, I'm sweating. I'm gross (laughs) and my nasty t-shirt, but sure. Why not? So it was okay. It worked out. And you know, the, we got our plane tickets and you know, I went over there 12 COVID tests later, I finally got to Greenland. (laughs) So, and they, they pay for everything, right? Yes. Yeah. They pay for your trip there and back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They paid for all of it. The, my, you know, my flight there, um, uh, salary, my, my food, my lodging, anything that was there besides, things that I wanted, whether it was, you know, souvenirs or something extra or, or whatnot. Right. Um, oh, and I, I'm going to hit up one of those emails did you, next time. Did I hear you, because did I, hear you I always say, heard you had to pay a portion to get there, you know. You I also know. think I heard something. I, I think I heard you say something that I wasn't aware of. Salary? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I, I didn't go over there for free. That's for sure. Well, no, well, I understand. <laughs> and we, we've talked to other people who have done Ice Cold Gold, mm-hmm. you know, some of these other shows. And Bernie their first season, not like that. It's mm-hmm. always, at least that's what they tell us, you know. So, Brian I, Wilder, you lied I, to us. Uh, Brian, you're in trouble. Put your Damn pants it. on. Get out of here. So there is a portion, like it's not, it's nothing obscene. Um, It's actually probably the least amount of money I have made per day in my entire life. Okay. And and it's not going to be, you're not going to be a millionaire or anything like that. No. No, I get that. But I was always, uh, we we were under the assumption that you didn't get anything. No. Sometimes it even costs these guys, Uh, you know. Mm Mm-mm. No, okay. that that would have been I another mean, another fallacy. Oh yeah, there, there's <laughs> we've there's learned a lot. A lot of things that you know you and and I didn't know either a lot of the stuff before going over. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, like you know, everybody that went that was it's the same exact way. So you know, and it was varying degrees. If you if it was something extra, no. And the whole right, point right. was to make up any difference there the motivation was to find gold, to have money to take back, not just, okay, I'm going to survive. I get to pay my cell phone bill at home and stay here, (laughs) you know, working, which was awesome, but hoping to actually like have something tangible to take home as some kind of monetary compensation. So were you going to be able to keep the gold and any of the treasures that you found? Yes, that's what oh. was originally stated is that any any gold that was found while prospecting, the entire thing was going to be split between everyone. Now, if you've watched the show and, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't, <laughs> but we found just over an ounce and a half. Yeah, I actually found more money in rubies 
um, that I didn't get to keep besides a couple of them than I did in gold. But I mean, I found a couple little tiny pieces of gold. So I have some actual Greenlanded gold that I brought back from like personal prospecting while we were there. But we didn't actually start mining with a sluice and, a, and an actual excavator until what our our 10th week there wow. because weather fabrication things breaking down um the time estimation for how long it takes to actually do things in greenland was so uh unplanned that it was crazy plus we had two different hurricanes that came in and kicked us out like legit it wasn't for show that we were leaving or scared to death it was you could die if you stay here so you need to leave we're like okay not a problem send me home but i was one of the volunteers that during the last hurricane i'm like hell yeah i'm going back like this is our last week here send me on a boat ride because let me do one last adventure before i have to go home (laughs) right yeah so it's like, you know, like us too, you know, sometimes we'll make plans to do something. We're going to go for a weekend and half the weekend's messed up because of rain or whatever. And, you know, even little stuff for us, little, you know, uh, it, it's just, yeah, I can imagine. So you were there for how long total? I, I was there from July 9th to September 25th. Or I guess the 24th, because I had to fly over to Iceland and then just stay there till the next flight out the next morning, Um, which flying from Greenland to Iceland to home, it was like forever. So it, you know, it was, I was almost spent a full day traveling. It was intense. Hmm. That, uh, so I don't know, I'm lost. (laughs) What? I, I was reading the comments over here. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do two things at once. You know. No, you're okay. I keep trying to glance over at the comments, but I'm. Yeah, that's my problem too. I normally don't do that. I let Dan do it or Ed do it. So, uh, so you wound up. You guys split house and a half. You said. No. Yeah. So, when it came down to like the last little bit of the, the 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 meat of the show uh before we went on camera before we talked about anything um ray came in and he invited everyone in and now at this point i'm not going to name names as who didn't agree with this just because um but the whole team of the six people that were there were standing in front of ray and he's like this is what i think that we should do since we've taken up all of alex's time all of Alex's dad's time. Um, we haven't found as much as we needed to because we didn't get mining forever because it took that long to start. Right. There. Um, right. He's all, how about we take everything that we have, melt it down and give it to Alex's dad. And I was like, that's totally fair. And I said, what we've, we don't need, what are we going to get? You know, a few bucks a piece. If we split that. Yeah. And yeah. It was, if you do that, then your monetary gain that you thought you were gonna come out with is is a uh, real disappointment. Yeah. You know, right, right. But if you were to do what, if you did what you what Ray suggested, at least you got something out of it. 
yeah. in, in the form of feeling good, I guess. You yeah, know? exactly. And you know, Alex nothing was, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Alex Absolutely. was a great person too. And I'm like, why not? Uh, this is a great idea. There were um, three people that did not agree with this idea and flipped out so much so that they were yelling at us and then walked out of the tent saying, I'm not leaving here with nothing. And I'm like, we have the experience here. This is a fantastic, beautiful the experience. experience alone was. Yeah. Right. Uh, dude, they paid yeah. for your plate trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no they doubt. paid for everything over they paid here. For your Just food. Enjoy you got, you got that all of it. You got an adventure yeah. that you you couldn't get any other way, Mm-mm. unless unless you had a lot of money and then and you know whatever. You know? Oh, and it's so it is super expensive to be in oh, Greenland. Like oh, I, 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 I couldn't even believe like oh. just the smallest, simplest of things. You're like, whoa, that's what. And so yeah, it was it was intense in that portion, but. Um, for yeah, everything else. It's like, just, just love the experience, love what you're doing. And so like, for me, I brought a uh, home, um, 22 pounds of rocks. <laughs> uh, just, just rocks. Okay. Just rocks. Just regular old rocks. That didn't include like, you know, the little bits. No, of I, I I, keep. So I don't, I, I can't believe they're just regular old rocks. I, I'm sure they, they have, you know, some meaning other, I mean, more than just being from Greenland. Yeah. I'm sure they're, they're a, a rock that you always wanted to see. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. Some nice <laughs> specimens. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, the best specimens of the area I could find of metamorphic rocks and the pegmatites and the sodalite is what I found the most fabulous. The, the one see. that you want to see sodalite? Yeah. Okay, hang on. It's right over here. Okay. Since we're talking about it, show it to us. I didn't even think to like put this in front of the screen, to be honest. But this is a small bag. <laughs> small bag. The small bag. It is. Um, so let's see what will happen. I'm going to put them in my hand. You know, the then... bag weighed like 155 pounds before, and uh, they're like... Oh no, that costs too much. You're gonna have to get that down. Yeah. So those are um, ultraviolet, kind of like you uh, Let me turn off one more light. Kind of like light. Like yeah. Is that? Ooh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. So they, yeah, people call them uperlite. You can't actually use that term. Cause it's, yeah, because it's not from the Uper. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, actually, somebody uh, TM'd it. And so it's a trademark name now. If you... Oops. Yeah, um, Eric from uperlight.com or whatever in the show Uperlight. Is... Yeah, if you use it, you get in, like, serious trouble. My light is not... <laughs> like where it needs to i'm so sorry this is awesome uh, don't right? worry you know yeah. it's one of those uh bad technical nights yes bad technical night and it's too bright to boot otherwise i just get like really dark in the room <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyways the the it's not uper light it's soda light actually and so i brought home 
a lot so of this. Not all 22 pounds was this, I swear. So, so soda light is, is that is that the soda light that's given the color? Yeah. Okay, so it's it's specimen soda light. Yeah, so it's a mineral soda light that is okay. it comes in blue or gray, the color, and it UV fluoresces with UV light. And right. it has that beautiful orange glow. And so, like, if you guys know or have ever heard Pangea or when all of the continents and stuff right, were right. Yep. where Greenland was versus where um, like the Uber Peninsula and Canada come in, the glacier that was right there pushed those rocks from Greenland down here. And oh. then when everything pulled apart, the ones that are here stayed there, but they came from right. over there. So, oh, so, so the Uber lights here in the States come from, actually came from Greenland? Yeah, when we were Pangea. Oh, wow. That, cool? that was a long time ago. Yeah. That was, you know, not, not last year. No, that, that's why when, <laughs> when you see them, they're usually like beautifully rounded and tumbled because they've been in the right. lakes and the rivers here forever. Like, right. these are really rough and very jagged. You can still see the beautiful crystals that are in them just because oh, awesome. they, they didn't have that ability to be rounded. So you get like the purest form. So I was like, yes, I got it from the source. So that was my nerddom. Oh, that, that's cool. Instead of it being like a placer where it gets moved around. Mm -hmm. It was it, moved by a glacier and then dropped. They drop it right there in the glacial till. That's cool. That neat? So what's your biggest piece that you brought home with that? Uh, the biggest piece I brought home is about like that. It's not here, actually. It's still in Baghdad um, because before is I live permanently in Havasu now. But um, most of the stuff went home to Baghdad when I got back. And then I slowly just migrated over here and now I'm here. But there are still some rocks that were left behind that I still need to bring with me. Oh. <laughs> so, uh... so there like while I was over there, though, like some of the, I guess, more funny or interesting things that were there. Um, like most of the people will speak English or try, which is cool. Um, I tried to speak some Greenlandic words, but it was really horrible. Um, <laughs> so I could do a few terms and that was about it. Mostly I would point. Uh, one of the things though, on the claim specifically that was very tough is we had a single bathroom that had fresh water coming from the stream um, which was actually glacial runoff that had been filtered through. So we were actually just pumping our own fresh water, which was awesome. But again, we had one bathroom to like 15, 16 people. And everything in Greenland is flat, right? Like you, if you, are there are any trees like there are in the Sarsak, they planted those trees there. Trees don't grow in Greenland. They have big bushes and big rocks and some of the soil like undulates because you're walking kind of on tundra. So there's nowhere to hide to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So for a dude, that might be okay. But one of the cool things about Greenland is there is fresh snacks everywhere. There's Greenlandic blueberries, Greenlandic blackberries. So if you eat enough of those, you are seriously in a world of hurt if you cannot find a bathroom soon enough. So <laughs> any rock big enough to hide you is the perfect place to run to. And so for me, I, I came really close twice to not undoing my belt fast enough. And it scared the living crap out of me, <laughs> nearly literally. But I never came 
came back to camp with any stains or anything gross. But it it was a very scary thing because that those sorts of facilities, they're not readily available. You're camping, like legit. Right. You right. are camping. So if if you don't know how to put up a tent or realize that a tent is, you know, thin, it's not a wall. Like you can hear through it. You, you know, if you're having a conversation in a tent, it usually will resonate outside the tent so you can hear what other people are talking about. That was fun. Um, uh, here's and- a suggestion for you for the next time. Yes. Wear a poncho. Oh, so you could. I had a rain jacket. That was it. Well, a, a regular pullover poncho, you know, mm-hmm. just a poncho. You can squat down in privacy. <laughs> that that would have been a great idea. Amazing idea. Me next, and one of the, next the time, other chicks Bill, over there. Next time. We're going to make sure you have a poncho when we go camping. Yeah. Right. It would be so convenient. You yeah. carry your tent with you. Yeah. <laughs> BC Trail says, or bring an umbrella. Laughs out loud. Oh yeah, an umbrella could work too. No, but I, I think I think the poncho for ladies would be almost ideal. Genius. Genius. Think about it. So do I need a doggy do bag too? Well, yeah. Uh, no. Well, Cover no. it up with a rock or some moss. Yeah, just, <laughs> okay. Just 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 kick at it. <laughs> That's hilarious. So um someone was asking me about the it being in the greenland hotel for two weeks must have drove me nuts yeah i did a i'm doing a video vlog series right now about my personal time over in greenland if you guys haven't seen that um and it, it's a lot of fun i'm i was calling it my foreign adventure and now i'm actually i'm changing the name and i explain in the next video why to my frozen adventure because i was filming frozen gold so i was like oh that makes sense that's way too easy because i don't think <laughs> of the easy name first uh but the two weeks in lockdown, oh yeah, I was going nuts. Like I literally, I had two bruises on the top of my head from hitting myself on the head with an apple because I was learning how to juggle um, <laughs> and, and it didn't go well. And so it, it kind of sucked. And uh, so I gave up pretty quick though. Um, I was able to go outside and that's where I started collecting the soda light because I was taking the black UV light and I was bored. So I'd walk up and down the fjord looking for all kinds of rocks. And so I kept, you know, collecting them. So the bad part was, is I started collecting rocks within the first two weeks of being there. I still had 10 more weeks to go. (laughs) I had to drag them along with me in my suitcase. So I ended up coming home with one extra giant suitcase plus an extra duffel bag. And I originally came with a backpack and two suitcases. So like my herd of luggage going through the airport looked like five people were traveling. It was ridiculous. And little did they know, it was nothing but rocks. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> they had no idea. Well, now my curiosity mm-hmm. has to ask you, did you learn how to juggle? No. No. I tried. I don't know that I'm so good enough to do that. Like I, somebody said I was doing it wrong because I started out with like, well, I only started out with two, but I still couldn't keep track of that. And someone said, you have to start with one. And apparently you have to learn something. You start start with one, Mm -hmm. just be able to uh, figure your timing and throw in your, just to figure out, right. Mm -hmm. Then you put two in the same hand. Then you go up. So the oh, next one. That would make sense. 
You, you, so, you throw the second one when the first one gets to the top of its throw. Uh -huh. Throw the second one, catch the first one. Throw the second okay. one, catch the first one. Back and forth, back and forth. I'd back be back. breaking things and hitting myself well, too. <laughs> well, here, uh, a suggestion. Use an orange. They're a little softer. And do it. <laughs> and do it like ne standing next to your bed. So when you inevitably gonna miss, it's not gonna bounce and roll away. Yeah. Okay. I eventually started doing that on the bed um, in Greenland, but then the apple would fall on me and then ricochet onto the floor, and I have to go find it. <laughs> Bad. A mess. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, Karen. <laughs> I used to be a street juggler in San Francisco. I would walk oh, up and real? down for real. Oh my gosh, I would walk cool. I would walk up and down the street juggling, or I'd stand on a corner juggling, doing all kinds of tricks and stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Kinds of tricks, huh? No, but not I, I that needed, like, over there on your corner. <laughs> yeah, so and that's how the guy that taught me showed me told me exactly what I just told you, right? Mm-hmm. And he was showing me, doing, just do two at a time, one hand, right? Yeah. Once you get that down, then you put another ball in the other hand. And again, when you're, when the first ball that you throw gets to the top of the arc, or the, mm -hmm. your throw, then you throw the next one. And then you throw the next one. Catch that one, throw the next one. Just takes... What he said, that's all you have to know. Now go home and practice. Wow. And that's what I did. I went home and I practiced uh, for a while. I wound up, I wound up hanging out in the streets in San Francisco. Hell, I went, I went a whole day, a, a whole complete day, because I just wanted to see if I could do it. Bouncing three balls everywhere I went, constantly, the whole day, everywhere I walked. Wow. I don't, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, yes, clowns are like that. <laughs> See, but I everybody did it, that it. tuned in today had no idea you were getting a juggling lesson. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> I, and believe it or not, that's all he, he didn't even, he just showed me two balls at a time. Do wow. that and throw a third one. Practice, so practice, cool. practice. That's why everyone hears me say, practice, practice, practice. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. I, I believe that, but it, oh. I stopped after the two weeks because I was too busy. <laughs> like I, there was well, no you know, time after that. <laughs> well, I was, yeah, I was not working, not doing, just hanging out, being a bum. Had had three rubber balls. There you go. But I made money. That's I awesome. Ate, you know, I took care of myself, paid rent. It was fun. <laughs> hey, what's cool. going? <laughs> yeah. So. so after like this the show is not supposed to be about me well then shut up okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh anyways uh i did a lot of hiking as much as i could get away with uh, uh we were allowed outside for 90 minutes every day and there was no good geology over there um as far as there was no gold in the SARS act uh, there were no rubies. There was no um, garnet. There was nothing 
interesting that was there uh just besides the sodalite which was cool uh, but it's not it's not worth anything as far as when you 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 went over there to find something right so like you know initially i was told yeah whatever gold you find whatever gemstones you find you get to keep and that wasn't something that i signed and i went over there you know looking for all this stuff when ray suggested to you know give the gold to the claim owner i was like yeah i'm all about it not like the other people that didn't that disagreed which is not cool but when I went to go look for the rubies, I still could strangle that little man. Um, I was told I got to keep them. And then he decided to change his mind and say, no, you get to keep this and that's it. And I'm like, wow, I, I was uh, blown away. I couldn't even yeah. believe it. And um, it was, it definitely felt like, like breach of contract everywhere. You know, I signed something that said I got to keep what I found because I worked my butt off for it. Right. Um, and then the person, you know, did a, a, a handshake deal, completely went off on that. And so it's like, wow, you, I think that the only person that I met while in Greenland that I would never want to run into again was that little, little man that owned his little private claim. Everybody else was a sweetheart. Uh, the people from, you know, Denmark that were over there or just like the, the general Greenlandic people are absolutely awesome. Like I made a really good friend over there, Q. She's fantastic. We message each other uh, like once a week, whether it's like a little video saying hi or just whatever. And she didn't get to meet me until the very end of our time over there, really. And um, she didn't know what she was going to think of me just because um, she didn't get a chance to meet me. And somebody else in our group had said, oh, no, no, you're not going to like her. Q and I get along like this. And she's like, a phenomenal fun like adventure buddy she was awesome yeah i'll relic on her makes a good point of course i know it's too much of an effort too costly for you to turn around soon for breach contract <laughs> and 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 they're not from the united states anyways right no right so that's another strike against you <clears throat> yeah so it's, it's, it's oh well though you know it's like yeah, right. those, hey, well, like i said like like we talked about earlier you know, you got the trip there. You got the adventure. You got mm-hmm. to hang out with our buddy Ray. You know, <laughs> Ray and I had a good time. Like I, yeah. I have a story about Ray. Uh, oh, we got a story about Ray. <laughs> <laughs> we should, should we? Somebody should tag him. Yeah, someone, <laughs> someone should get him on here. Uh, but so. Ray made it real clear oh, from like the get go. We can do that probably. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Mr. Lodak. Mr. Lodak's on. He's already saying two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you you already have the link, Mr. Lodak. So. Oh, uh, Ray's in a Mason uh, a Masonic meeting. Tonight. Oh, he oh. is. Oh, he's okay. in a Masons meeting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. he'll watch it later, we or he'll show up later. That. Okay, he'll probably he'll probably show up later, almost at, at when we're done. Okay, he'll probably show up then. That's when he usually comes in. <laughs> Mr. Lodak. Oh yeah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, nothing goes ahead of Ray's Masonic duties. Right. If if you look at the chat room, you'll know everybody in this chat room knows Ray's where where Ray is right now. I know, right? He's in a Mason's meeting. Leave him alone. Yeah. Yeah, he told me all about that. He told me some stories uh, that were fantastic, but he, 
he knows this one already and you guys can harass him about it but okay um so i really wanted i I found it my mission to make that man walk somewhere. He made it a yeah. point and such a big stink that I'm not walking up there. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And I said, you want to bet? He's all, uh-huh, I'm not doing it. So it, it took me like a few weeks, right? I think two weeks total to finally say, you're doing this with me. And of course, if I had like the crew members behind me going, come on, Ray, you know, we're not going to make Ellie do this alone. You're going to go with her. So he had to get on his big old backpack and go over to this other side with me. But what I did is I, I wrapped up ice in, um, plastic and I put that in a plastic bag and the ice was coming from the icebergs. We couldn't make ice on site. We didn't have any kind of refrigeration like that. Um, we had a small refrigerator. Don't get me wrong for the, the chef, but we couldn't make ice. So I chipped off pieces from the little icebergs that were on shore, put them in uh, my backpack and I put beers in there on ice. So I was like, okay, we're going to get up to the top of the hill and he's going to have an ice cold beer. And I didn't want to tell him. I told the crew, I said, don't you say a word. And of course, none of this was like filmed and stuff like that. Um, And we get up there. We're soaking wet because everything had just rained. Like literally everybody's soaked to the bone. We pitch our tents on top of the bushes because there was nowhere else to put our tents. (laughs) And we're trying to crawl inside. So while this is all going down and whatnot, before Ray's like settled in, because he's like kind of cranky right now, and but he's trying to show like he's in a good mood. Our guide informs us that after we'd hiked about three and a half miles. And we'd already set up our tents. Our he left our food back at our main camp. So we're like, wait, what? We have no food. He's all, it's okay. I'll go fishing. We're like, okay, sounds great. Here's Greenland. There's a stream. Why not? So we brought snacks. So everybody piled their snacks together. Uh, Salik went off and he caught this big old fish. So we started up a little fire. We cooked the parts of the fish. We get down and. And I, you know, I turned around and I'm, you know, patting Ray on the back. And I say, this was awesome. Wasn't this cool? And he's all, yeah, kiddo, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, I got something for you. And I pulled out beers from behind my back. And he's all, well, and he used his sailor voice in the best way that he knew how. <laughs> and he was thrilled. And then the little monster said, I got one better for you. And then he pulls out a little bottle of Jack from his backpack. I was like, fine. I I went through all this trouble. I send all to get you up here without telling you. (laughs) We had a good time. We had a great chat. And I got to like actually tell him stuff that was going on without anybody else around, without like uh, just any pressure from anybody else that was hounding us for like information that we didn't have or that we'd already told them and they just kept wanting us to regurgitate everything. Um, Honestly, like a a lot of the people that went there expected me to drag them by the short hairs and rub their faces in the dirt and tell them where gold was at. I was just going to ask you about that. What, Hmm. what were the expectations of you being there? What were you, you said they, they made up some kind of term for what your job was. Yeah. What was your actual job there? to be the the site geologist to okay. actually look at the geology to right. tell ray and the claim owner the best places to find gold and then two i was the adventure lead 
So any adventures that they were going on that would took like strenuous activity energy, that's what they sent me on to go do. Cause that's kind of what I'm, I'm good at it anyways. Right, and right. There were a couple of people there that would complain about walking, which was frustrating. Not Ray, Ray, Ray would get up and do whatever he needed to do. He just liked to bitch about it. He just, um, yeah, I was going to say Ray just likes to complain. So that's <laughs> yeah. He, he just that's wanted just to go Ray. a bitching about it, but he, if you needed him to go do it, he's going to go do it. And so I kind of make fun about the fact that he wasn't walking. He'd have walked up there anyways. I just made a big deal about it. And he was way cool about it too. So it was awesome. And uh, no, I'm sure he was pissed at you making him go up there for just a hit. Yes. A little, a little bit. A little bit is a lot from him though. <laughs> I know. I heard about it. I heard about uh, oh. it for the next four weeks until oh, I like, bet you forgot did. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so people didn't want to do that kind of thing. People some of the people there were not used to like actual camping without luxuries and it's like well sometimes baby wipes for four days are all you get like that that's just how it is sometimes you don't wash your hair for a week oh well like you get used to it um deal with it but the constant bitching about it i was just like oh wow you guys should have like never came here if if this is what you're going to do because this was outrageous so I'd go off, I'd pack up all my stuff and I'd be gone like all day long, hiking around, walking around. And that's what I was doing. I was prospecting different places on the claim, digging my test holes, digging different areas, all of that stuff and mapping it as I went along where I was at. And that was my primary goal anyways, to try to give that information, pass it along to Ray and honestly, primarily the claim owner. Um, I wanted him to have the best information possible when we were gone. Uh, the only thing that he couldn't do was to get a, a bigger section of the claim further up inside the U-shaped valley. And that's where we actually needed to be. And, but I was just gonna his ask claim, about, we couldn't prospect there. Yeah, but, I was gonna ask you about, about, you were working on someone's claim, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what you guys were, were exploring around on this person's claim? Yes. In, in your mind, did he have a bad claim or a good claim? I mean, did well, he have, was he not where the gold was? So just this is, so this is twofold. Placer mining in Greenland is something okay. not like you do here in the States. Like, all right. And for a handful of reasons, but the main one is rock mechanics. Bigger rocks smush smaller rocks into powder, right? and so right. on and so forth. Right, so when right. you get that compound of the pressure of the ice, constantly freezing, thawing, freezing, thawing, and then grinding and smashing, everything inside those rocks, including the gold, is the gold's gonna get flattened, it's gonna get broken down eventually and just turn to right. powder and, and that's what happens. And um, I wrote a whole article about this actually recently. And so it was, it was cool, but the process of this, makes it so that if you have even the slightest bit of surface tension on the water that gold's just running into the fjord bye-bye you're never going to see it again and so with all the water that comes off of the glacier just picks up that fine gold and dumps it right so and, so basically ahead. you're getting what ray finds in alaska is what you guys were looking for right no, or you're looking worse than that Worse than um, that. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, so what we were finding, if we were lucky, 
we were getting two, 300 mesh. The majority of our gold was uh, four to almost 600 mesh. It was micro powder fine. And I'd never panned that fine a gold in my life. Ray actually showed me a lot of amazing techniques. And, uh, Ray knows how to pan that stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was blown away. And I he helped me so freaking much just to be able to, to do other things with my panning wrist that I never ever knew that I could do. And so that was really cool to develop that skill, finding that stuff. But you weren't going to hit like the mother load. You weren't going to hit these giant nuggets. And everybody there is like, I'm looking for the nuggets. I'm looking for the nuggets. And every meeting we had, I told them, you're not going to find nuggets here. It's impossible unless we're hard rock mining and we're not. And so everybody thought the source of the gold was on the claim. The source is on the claim. I was like, it's impossible for the source to be on the claim. If you know how gold flattens out and how it gets fine, that takes like years and years and years of it being just obliterated and squished. Hammered, right? Hammered down, right? And yeah, finer and finer and finer. And working with people that didn't understand that was frustrating. Ray got it. Some of the others didn't. And well, Ray knows Ray knows the type of gold that's that's more abundant. Yeah. You know, it's it's that buy stuff that's abundant. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh so. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you never find enough gold, anyways. Regardless, regardless. Well, no, that's the whole point. Someone, Otherwise, people would have stopped a long time ago. Right. I mean, if you would have found, you know, an ounce of peace, it wouldn't have been enough. No. Regardless, you know, because you still have that hunger. Going, I bet that there's sure. some more right over there, because you can't help it. Right. Absolutely. But the the best gold source that that we had found um, what I ended up eventually telling Ray and Alex was actually just leftovers in the lateral moraine. It was layers upon layers where the glacier melted, dried, the dirt compacted with a little bit of moss over it. So you get that layer that uh, didn't allow the dirt to escape. And right. then the ice would come back in and deposit another layer. And so you've got layer upon layer upon layer, just like a cake. And yeah, like, our, like our flood layers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the glacier squished. <laughs> yeah, right. Squished, glacier squished layers. Well, that's yeah. all we have here in Ohio is glaciated deposit gold mm-hmm. and right. outwashes and end moraines. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and that's where that's sometimes where you have to look. And there's there's no like, like I was really hopeful for like, you know, a little bit of moss mining just to see if there was any scrap of anything there just to go, okay, am I on the right track? Which sometimes happened, sometimes didn't. Um, I was hopeful that there was going to be something on bedrock. There was little to nothing. Um, The moraine layers had the most gold that we had found. And so it was really cool to see that, but it didn't help for morale because no one believed it because it's a lot of work for starters. And everybody was like tunnel vision dead set on we're going to find it on the bedrock that's where you find gold and it's like we're in a different terrain you know and that's 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 something that i've unfortunately a lot of people are like that huh jesse they oh yeah bedrock bedrock and and they're right in in certain areas areas, yeah right certain areas that's that's the way you find it for us like here in ohio 
Yeah, we love to get to bedrock, but usually bedrock's pretty deep. So we go for the flood gold that we know is there. You know, we know, like, like if I go to our local Plums Creek, I know I'm only going to dig about 18 inches down, and then I'm spreading out because that's where the gold layer is. Mm-hmm. It's in that area. It's flood gold. Yeah. You know, and now I can get a dredge in there and, and dig down deep and find some here and there and do mm-hmm. okay. But, you know, for, you know, like a stream sluice or even a high banker, I'm yeah. doing about 18 inches and I'm spreading my hole out. Yeah. You know, because that's where I'm finding the gold. Yeah. And if, if the gold's where you find it and if that's where you're finding it, stay there. Exactly. You know, if, 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 if all you're finding is that, that, find powder stuff in, in your your layers of permafrost and that well that's where you gotta that's where your process has to be yeah you know so yeah exactly. a, you go out to california we go out to california we're taking our metal detectors well, yeah. and maybe a, you know maybe a little stream sluice but metal detecting i mean because yeah. there we're looking for the nuggets like i showed you earlier and, yeah so, it's something something that you can like pick up and see exactly that a metal detector right. is going to detect exactly so yeah it's it, it you know the same with like australia you metal detect there you do sniping there you do different every area has got to be different it's, i can't wait to do that i can't wait to go to australia to look for gold oh me too that'll be fun so a couple people are asking <laughs> um where else have i mined for placer so Right. Arizona is where I'm an independent consultant for placer mining, but I've placer mined in Nevada, California, Oregon, Arizona, um, and New Mexico. And so those are just, you know, I've just stayed over here on the West Coast. Um, I haven't gone uh, out and about. So, oh, and I think I, I only went like gold panning um, in Idaho just for fun at one point in time because I was up there, but we didn't find anything where we were at. It was just more of a fun thing, but yeah, that's that's rock butcher. That's the other geologist, the one we were talking about earlier. Yeah, that's him. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, the the bear stories one. Um, unfortunately, like I didn't get to see any polar bears. I wanted to so desperately bad, um, but since there was a massive hothead and didn't shut up for like quite a while he kind of ruined our day of actually searching for bears but i did get to see polar bear footprints which were cool um because they were fairly fresh it kind of freaked me out a little bit but like i was all about it like i was ready <laughs> to like see a freaking polar bear um so like we, we were even you know dragging a piece of meat in on the off of the boat hoping to distract it. <laughs> i know that sounds sad and stupid but like you know there were a couple of us that were like we want to see a freaking bear and um not even the people most people in greenland have ever seen a polar bear in real life very very few people have wow so, well they don't you know, polar bears don't want to be around us you know. no no if they do they like want to eat you apparently so that was a yeah, little bit well yeah side. chances are they really prefer not to just stay away from you i know we're crazy humans you know yeah stay away from them crazy humans they'll do something stupid I shoot mm-hmm. you or something. <laughs> That's right. So, the, so that the the amount of gold, and you know, we're gonna get, get back to talking about the gold. Yeah. The amount of gold you found is that was is that is that gonna be typical of that 
particular area, the, the Greenland itself, is that the type of gold that you're going to find there? Unless you're if, hard rock mining, right? Yeah. If you're plaster mining, that's pretty much what you're going to find. Um, the, the hard rock mines, the two of them that are there, they're finding gold that's slightly uh, bigger than the little teeny tiny flake that I found that's in situ. And so it, it, you know, it's got, it's just a specimen basically um, inside of it. So they're neat looking. I got to see a couple pictures, um, but, and then Ray, he got to go over to that mine. So I got to see him bring a piece back, which was cool. And, you know, just look at it visually. And so going, oh, wow, that makes kind of a lot of sense. And they, where we were at in versus to uh, where the mine was at, like this was our valley. And then there was this huge hill. And then there was the valley where the gold mine was at. So literally we had a mountain in between where we should have been. Um, <laughs> but within that mountain, you know, you get different veins and different offshoots and stuff like that. So being so close to the source on the belt was at least, you know, gold was there. It was just coming right. from way, 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 way. So even, even their, their hard rock gold was tiny, tiny stuff. Yeah, it was pretty small, but it was, I mean, at least it was veins of it. You could actually see okay. like, you know, veins through the specimens. All right, but tiny veins, capillaries. Tiny <laughs> veins, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> tiny capillaries. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that, that's what happens, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oops. So now that you're back. Yes. And, and so what, I mean, did you have any uh, other run-ins with any other animals? Did you see any fox out there? Um, any any big birds? I saw like the sea eagles that they had. I saw minke whale i saw um humpback whales i saw oh, okay. um yeah the humpback whales when they were breaching they were right next to our boat in the fjord ah. like and it was a mama and a calf and so the mom would come up and then and then the calf would come up and they oh man i was freaking out and i had lost my voice um a couple days prior so i had this like really high-pitched squeak every time that i would talk and so our camera guy was just <laughs> laughing his butt off. Q came with me. She was thought it was hilarious. And what was cool, we went out on this boat and um, the guy was um, the ABC chartering uh, over in Greenland. And they he had a thing that for the first person on any given boat ride that sees a whale first gets a pin of, you know, the, the humpback whale. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So one of the story producers was like, I'm going to see it first. So I was like, oh, not a chance. That's going to be me. <laughs> so we went all the way out that day to um, this guy's personal gold claim that is um, in Hard Rock. And we did find gold that day. It was fun. Um, and we, were, we had to hand crush the rock, though, in order to get the gold out. And then we had to pan it. So it, was, it was an intense little process, but it was a lot of fun. We were going back, a storm was coming in. We had all of these like icebergs that kept getting a lot closer to the boat. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Q and I'm literally like off in the distance and you know, my vision's over here, but I'm looking at her at the same time. And all of a sudden over here, like I see this spout and I scream whale, like a bloody murder scream. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, what, someone died. 
And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, I swear, I'm, I swear. And Hugh said, no, she did. I saw it too, right out of the corner of my eye. So everybody was watching. And then sure enough, I think they breached probably 10 different times while we were like right next to him. And cool. so he gave me the pin, which I thought was awesome and cool. cool. And it was exciting. And the story producer was like, fine, whatever. He was all blanket, for that. <laughs> but he was happy for me. Nevertheless, he was a cool guy. That's and cool. it just felt like those experiences with the animals were neat. Um, I got to see like one of the snowshoe rabbits that were over there, which was cool. Uh -huh. I never uh -huh. saw a fox. Um, and then they have these like little birds that are, I guess the Greenlandic people can only kill so many of them per year because there's not a lot, but apparently they taste really good. So everybody wants to get them, but they're really, really cute. They're kind of brown with little white spots on them. And I got to see like four or five of those, like run off the hill one time, but, um, no like, ta no taste, huh? No taste. You, no, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't have any, any weapons while I was over there, but a knife, just, a, just in case, I don't know what good that yeah. was going to do me, but. Um, Dennis, Dennis Hendrick, uh, he's got a question. Hmm. He wants to know about the piece of meat in Eric's sleeping bag. What was that about? Wait, what? Why did they throw the piece of meat in Eric's sleeping bag? Okay, so I... He pissed off the wrong person? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Um, okay, so to be honest, I didn't get to see every episode and um like i have i have the majority of them now i have all 11 but number 12 but so on a personal note for me watching them since they made me the awful mean evil villain which people loved it i didn't like it because it wasn't me so it was very hard for me to watch them show my facial expressions for something that wasn't towards what someone was saying or right. what I had just yeah. said in conjunction to what someone was saying, but I'm like, I never said that to them during that time. But because well, understand, of, right, yeah. understand this, us, we know our, you have no control audience, what happens we, after. We know how they do that stuff. We know mm -hmm. because we've talked to enough of of you guys that have been on these shows to understand that <clears throat> you were picked for a reason. Yes. Other people were picked for their reason, mm -hmm. and that person was picked for this reason and this reason, and, that reason. and it all goes about because what what do we say here? Drama sells. Yes. So yeah. so they make up the drama, and I'm sure they made up you you know drama. Oh all yeah, the ridiculous. Right. Did you what, hear what, what what's her face said about you? Right. She said this. Then they go to the other one. Did you hear this? And yeah. And then it becomes yeah. this long string of like, wait, where did that even come from? Right. Well, so it's it's, the, I, I always tell my wife, it, it's because it's in the script. <laughs> I would rather have a script. That would have been so much easier. It's so much easier yeah, to memorize right. well, a movie. Not, no, 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 no. It's not your script. Their script. Their script. Their yeah. Script. Their script. Yeah, yeah. They Hands have a down. script. This is what we well, all, all of you are in your shanties or whatever. They're in theirs doing their own pre-show or whatever, saying, okay, we need this. We need some more drama between yeah. the girls. and Or we need drama between Ellie and Eric. How can we conjure it up? And, yep. And then, and then here, too, there's also probably scenes that 
were done that you weren't even aware of. Yeah. Because did, did you have your own camera crew or did they kind of just float around? So at any given time, there were two different uh, cameras, kind of two different camera crews. So it was a DP and a story producer. And so the DP is just, you know, the director of photography. So they're just the person on the camera. They have questions and the story producer has questions. And sometimes we had our main producer there. It just depends. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and at any given time, our safety guy was bouncing like back and forth. And, and so you, while you were doing something, you had no idea what other the next crew was doing other than right. sometimes um, if people showed up in the morning, you would get to hear the full story. But the majority of the time, like people weren't ready. Um, there were three people that were never ready, never on time, always late. It would would show up to work hours late and we're like oh well there they are finally and we'd already had you know half a day's work then and so you you never that's knew funny. what was going on and it just that's, it got exhausting yeah that's funny you keep you keep calling it work work they, they were late for work we had this there was work <laughs> well, well i, I mean, know there was a good portion of it which people don't seem to like really understand that we were mining while we were there at least doing right. the best we could in, unless a camera person was like oh no 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 but you need to go over here and do this and you're like darn it and especially if you were like in the thick of what you were doing and then right. they kind that of was gonna, you away. right that was going to be my next question like well how often did you actually get to mine once you were out there mining because mm -hmm. i know they, they they'll do things like oh man we missed that can you do that again yeah you know some, something you were you were you were busy doing your thing and they missed they said yeah. oh that was good do it again please uh, yep. uh, yeah. so how hey, much can you time fall down they... that hill again could you cut yourself a second time that'd be <laughs> awesome twice <laughs> the other finger yeah. oh we missed that can yeah. you reenact that can you break your other ankle for us because we didn't see it the first time <laughs> right. and, and and it happened oh gosh um nine a dozen times every day yeah. And and then if it wasn't that, it was OTFs. And so those are just on the fly interviews. So they would grab you and say, oh, after you did a scene or after you were um, showing somebody what you just found, they'd say, okay, now we have to go talk about it. And some people um, were real quick. You'd have a you know five minute OTF. Other people would take 15 plus minutes because they wouldn't shut up or find the exact words or <laughs> make it concise. And- right. So it was, it, that part got frustrating because you're like, okay, like I need to take this up there and I need their help because it's just physically impossible for me to do it by myself. So there yeah, were those I'm sorts a, of I'm things. I'm a 20 minute guy. i be sitting up there talking for 20 minutes. Yeah, you're the one that won't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't invite him to any more meetings. <laughs> yeah, so I, honest, to be honest, um, I have no idea what the piece of meat in Eric's sleep bag is. I want to know. Uh, <laughs> I guess you'll have I have to watch. You might have to watch his version. Yeah, oh gosh, no, no, thank you. I've I've seen some of what that kid has done on YouTube, and oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> the the coolest part is you could go take your gold pan and a sluice and whatever else you wanted to into the creek and go look for something else in a different area. And that part was awesome. And 
you know, Ray was cool about it. I brought him back a um, couple different pans of stuff that I had found, um, you know, little teeny tiny pieces, that kind of thing. And I was like, where do you want me to do with this? And, you know, just because it was like a collective thing and he was sweet about it. He's all, just keep it. He's like, you found it. It is your adventure as well. And he said, you need a piece of Greenland to take home. So that was really cool. Like, I, I really appreciate that from Ray because the, I, I didn't care one way or another. Like a lot of people say, I have gold fever and that's all I want to find. I, don't get me wrong. I love finding gold. It is so cool. Like, it is so amazing oh, yeah. once you see that, awesome. that little flash. Oh, and FYI, in my next video, I didn't even know that I did this. But I did, I do say that I hope to find, um, you know, that flash in the pan um, in representation of you guys. And I'm so glad that I did record myself saying it a couple times. So that's in my <laughs> next video that's coming out tomorrow. But nice. When, when you find those little nuggets like that, you're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. But I'm the type of person that can walk away from finding gold to go look for other minerals and be perfectly happy. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go find something else now. If you guys want this, we can take it. Because that was it. It was like a collective effort. We were supposed well, I, to be there helping each other, which right. it didn't end up that way for the most part, but that's how I saw it. I wanted to work with that team and, and that was my expectation, but it wasn't necessarily like the takeaway, unfortunately. Yeah, well, it wasn't the producer's expectations either. They don't care about that stuff. They, no, they only no. care about their bottom line. Their exactly. show. Yes. Right, you know, how can we get this? We got because they got to sell it, and they got to make money off it. They've already invested in you guys, so now let's yeah. get all we can get from them. Yeah. So, yeah, um, is that something you think you'd do again? Oh, in a heartbeat, I yeah. would. Um, oh yeah, my my quote unquote demands or contract would be much different from the first one. No, I wouldn't go up. at all. <laughs> The and it would be dog. it'd be written up by my attorney. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> and, but yeah, um, I have I have a few things in the works that I can't talk about, but at least I'll have that creative control. So that will be a lot of fun. And I'm really, really excited. And um, next year, actually, January, February, I actually do get to go over to Australia, which will be fantastic. Ooh. So now I'm really are jelly. You, yeah, I, are you uh, are you going there to, to? I'm actually going there because I am the. Um, it's not a show about gold, um, but I'm the host of the show that will be happening over there. I, mean, I can't say any more than that. But right. it's January next year, January February next year, and um, so actually, I mean that's Australia's summertime. So that's going to be interesting, right. Right. Uh, but I don't care. I'm good with the heat. I live yeah. in Lake Havasu. It's like one of the hottest places on the United States. I used to so live upriver up from you. Wait, what? Is it, is there... I, I used to live upriver from you. Oh, did you in Parker or? or, or oh, uh, farther up. Uh, Riviera. Oh, okay. I know where that's at. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was way, way before Washington. <laughs> um, ah, Sorry, it. you were saying, we're talking about Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Australia. Sorry. Right. right. Um, so is the show going to be about geology or about treasure? Mm. Or both? 
so it's going to have some geologic aspects in it it's not going to really have treasure aspects in it but it'll it's have some have, geology in it but not necessarily treasure no <laughs> i know you're dying here but so i've made a couple contacts over there in australia um and i've met both of them actually through via TikTok. And so I told them I'm going over there and I would love to come over to their their like operations. Um, one of them is a guy that is also uh, kind of into geology and does like kind of tours around Australia, knows a lot of knowledge, really cool guy. His name's Sid. And <clears throat> so I said, I'd love to, you know, be able to say hi or whatnot, because I'm going to try to take a little bit of the time afterwards and stay over there a little bit, which is kind of what I wish I would have done with the Greenland thing, which I could have, but with how some of the stuff conspired, oops. And uh, so that light's gone, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I didn't want to stay there anymore uh, just because of the my my state of mind for how I was treated and I couldn't I couldn't mentally like be there anymore. I was I couldn't wait to get home. And, but doing this other thing, knowing what I'm going into more so, knowing the people that I'm going into it with and that making that experience will be a lot better. So I'm gonna go to an opal mine while I'm there Ooh, um, for some guys cool. that have their own. So it'll be cool to find fire opals. And then um, I'm gonna try to go to two different places to look for gold. And so fingers crossed. Speaking of opal mining, I haven't seen Nikki and Terry in here. Terry Curry's in here. No, the other Terry. Terry Marshall. Oh, Marshall. He's, he's working in the opal mines with Nikki oh, and some other guy. Nikki. Uh, I forget their names. Uh, Brad Walsh. Welsh, uh, Aussie friend of ours. He's like good looking geologist. We know. We know. <laughs> She's our clickbait, Brad. She's our clickbait. <laughs> Did you guys go do mechanical testing in Greenland? No, no. <clears throat> we actually had, uh, there was a test done on Alex's claim um, years before. And it, it the, the testing holes that they dug came back pretty favorable for gold. So that was cool. Uh, and then, uh, but otherwise when I got there, I created soil pedons, which is a huge, just like excavator takes a giant swath out of the hill and then you test the layers. And so that part was cool. And, and then someone asks, did I enjoy driving a traco? Yeah. The excavator was awesome. Um, I'd actually, uh, for, weird terms that people don't know about. Like I'm MSHA certified and I have my 5,023 for it, which is basically say, somebody saying that I've been signed off to run this big equipment because I'm capable and I'm not gonna kill anybody. <laughs> so, At least if they don't, as, as long as they don't get in the way, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you wanna get ran over by, you know, a gigantic 30 ton machine, stand in front of the tracks. It's, right. it's not gonna, Ellie, if, you, if you'd like to throw your link out there for your YouTube channel, I've had a couple of people just come in, want to know who you were. Um, yeah. I'll get it. I have it right here. All I right, Ellie, at Ellie Knows Rocks. That's right. That's Ellie. You can find her everywhere. Everywhere. 
Everywhere. Everywhere. Tonight you find her here. Yeah, tonight I'm sitting right here. I'm looking out at my pool, seeing how enjoyable that would be with a beverage right now, by the way. We're glad you're with us. That yeah, that's what I was doing the other day. Way. You I was flipping through YouTube going, oh, I wonder what's going on. And then I saw you guys were live like last Tuesday. And I was actually in the pool in a floaty, hoping I didn't <laughs> drop my phone. Like, like, oh, cool. And so I was trying to text plus like swim around, <laughs> but it worked. So here yeah. I am. Cool. Yeah. You don't uh, always catch us too often. I, I see you come in every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I come in to stay for a few minutes and see what yep. you're talking about and yep. bounce on out. Talking about the same old crap. Yeah. You probably come in and hear me rant and go, I'm out of here. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but. So I do have a couple of the pieces of rubies that I had from. Oh Greenland. yeah, there's some more. There's some more barn here. Um, they're in a in a plastic thing, but hopefully, see how they get bright red. Oh yeah. Oh, that's what. Yeah, use that light on your ruby. And so, like, yeah, rubies and sapphires will do this because they're corundum. They're part of the corundum family. Ruby just means red. And right. so these are technically pink sapphires, um, but oops, they're still like, they're really like amazingly cool. And then I don't know that you guys are even going to be able to see this. Probably not. No. Okay. You can see it blurry in there moving. Oh, I, can, I see something in there rolling around. I know because you can never get it to stay. And this is Greenlandic water. But this little guy right here is the flake that everyone freaked out about. Like, it's literally, okay, I'm going to get a, a, a like a That stick was note. a flake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can see, wait, it's a little bigger than that. Hang on. Oh, man, I was posting links. I missed the So flake. you can see how big my fingertip is in comparison to that little black dot. Wow. So that black dot was actually the biggest flake, yes, flake for Greenland that anybody had ever found on Alex's claim. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So people in Greenland like, whoa, I've never seen gold that's that big that came out of plaster. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. And like everybody yeah. flipped out like it was a, like it was cool because you can hear it actually by itself in the water which is awesome and so right. showing that to alex he was all yay and everybody was super excited but that's how big it is did you did you weigh it did it weigh <laughs> <laughs> i don't you know <laughs> uh, you know i don't have a scale that small <laughs> um i know people that do that measure right down to the like fly poop sure, right sure. And so I could do that. I should. I should take it to somebody because I would like to know how much that flake weighs. Literally, it was like just a teeny tiny little picker. But I was so excited because it was the first thing that you didn't need a microscope to see. Oh, it, and is it really flat? Yes. Oh, it's really flat too, huh? Oh. Yep. Yeah, it's, there's no real, like it's got some oxidation on one side, which I found really cool. When I first saw it in the pan, I was like, huh. Is it like pyrite? Is it something like in a? And then I flipped it over, and then I was like, "Nope, that's gold." But that's how oxidized like the one side was. You couldn't even right. tell. 
but it was it was right down there at the bottom and so it was like yes and it was so cool just to see that i was super excited because it wasn't you know it wasn't three four hundred mesh like everybody else had been finding it was something you could actually like at least grab on the tip of your finger to put in the jar so like that part was fun but was it a flake really no <laughs> but people flipped out about it people freaked out like it was the end all be all and that little teeny tiny thing was going to make or break how much that how much gold we found in greenland yeah no so it was it it was hilarious but i'm like you know what i said this is my piece of greenland and that's it and i told ray that i was that was mine i was taking that home and he's like yeah i don't care but he and i were the only people that knew uh they uh yeah, that, and that's you know, the problem with uh, not the problem. One of the one of the, the things that happens with people who just start off prospecting for gold, uh, and and we we've all done it. I'm sure when we every one of us we start off. We're, I mean, I still have my dream of a, a softball sized nugget. Oh you yeah, know. Uh, Daniel's got his dream of a baby size, baby head sized nugget. Slightly morbid. Can we use a different shape? Yeah. <laughs> just the size. Just the size. I got just you. the size. But but you know, uh you find out if you're paying attention, if you realize um you know that uh that's not what you're gonna find anymore. Oh. I mean not 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 that you're not gonna find it because they're still out there, just far mm -hmm. few between. But for the majority of the gold you're going to find is going to be what you have in that jar right there, yeah. you know, and smaller. Smaller. You know? yep. Can't even see it. I and was glad I head. had my hand lens. Yeah. That's uh, how, when, when we were testing parts of the moraine as it was coming down, after you'd shake everything, if you couldn't see it right away, I would actually physically get out my hand lens and go, oh, yeah, there's gold there. But that's what it took to see it. Right. Like, well, you know, here, I, I, tell, I tell people, look, if you watch the gold shows like Gold Rush and, you know, even Gold Fever and Ice Cold Gold, any other shows, you'll see them looking at gold through a loop. Why are they looking for gold through that gold through a loop? Well, that's because that's what's out. Yeah, because that's small. And then I and I think about, well, hell, I don't even need a loop for the gold that I find here. So our gold must be huge, you know? But it's not. It's still fly poop. Oh yeah, all of it's fly poop. Troy Troy Johnson says, hey, you should come to Ohio. We got gold. <laughs> Uh, I want to go happened? to different places and find gold more over towards the West Coast. I want to go. Yep. Awesome. I'd go do it. <laughs> Tell them, yeah, tell them yeah, to message she, me. Otherwise, I've got to write shit down. Or, oh, sorry. Or they won't remember. Beep. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Ellie knows her <laughs> So, so, so then that picker come up missing. Is that is that how the show goes? Oh, my my little one. Uh -huh. Um, I don't even know if it got into the film or got into the the thing. I think um, I, I think it might have. I'm because, it probably. Um, because here's the question. Uh -huh. Indiana Gold Getter Scotty says, "What happened to the missing picker?" Ta da! There you go. Answered. <laughs> Answered. It's not missing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Gold Fever Adventures and Treasure Hunting says, "Hello, Ellie." Hi. Uh, and hello. Me. Jack Tucker. Uh, it's possible. I okay. I remember during during like our our pre gaming, we I'm really bad with names, and I don't I don't mean to forget people's names, but if they tell me something about how they met me, or if I see their face, usually it's like a face thing for me. Mm -hmm. And yes, I'm gonna know exactly who you are by your face. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might forget to say Ed, but I, I will know your face. Just like I, I was at the gem show and I saw the crystal collector and he and I have spoken on Instagram a couple of times. Oh, he's wanted I, to come I, out. I, yeah. Oh, me too. I've been, I'd love to. Me either. Aww. Well, he. He wanted to come out and do a video with me. Our timing just didn't mix. And so at some point we will, but I saw him at the gem show. And I couldn't remember his name to save my life. <laughs> but I was like, hey, Crystal Collector. And then after he left, I was like, oh my gosh. Now I remember his name. And now it's blanking. Now, now I can't remember. But anyways, while I was there, I felt embarrassed. But um, he he was really cool. We got a picture together and he had his little dog there and he was getting pictures of the crystals. He was doing the same thing I was making a YouTube video. And so, you know, it's a, I guess it's that common respect. It's like, I know what it takes for you to try to sneak around, try to get good audio, try to, and it's not like you're sneaking around, but it's like, you don't want everybody watching that you're filming yourself while you're doing that in public. Um, right. Like I even, I got in trouble while I was there because I was filming myself doing a live and I was walking around just showing everybody and these vendors were like, oh, you, you can't do that. And I'm like, dude, this is free publicity for you. Like your name yeah, is here, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, it, this is the, the age that we're living in. It's very digital. So if you're on social media or anything like that, uh, you might as well have somebody promote. And some people loved it. Some people talked about their stuff and and was loving it that I was filming them and they were all about it. And then you get these other people who are just like, don't talk to me. You're like, okay. Right. It is what it is. No, no. Mm -mm. None whatsoever. That's right. Did you guys have more yeah. questions? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. I kind of. 
What? Yeah, guys, keep it up. They need their super chat. <laughs> Thanks for the super uh, chat. WI Gold's Melody Texting Adventure. Scott and I was hanging out in the booth next to Ellie when she was in Phoenix. Scott is trying to sell puffer dry washers for his friend. Are you talking <laughs> about Scotty Tony? Uh, Swift water. So Mike Zapp was there uh, selling his uh, his dry washers and his like his the puffers that he makes with the little cedar boxes. Yeah, that was Mike Zapp. He was right. He we were sharing kind of a booth space at the Phoenix um, GBAA show, which was fun. Um, and then I went and talked a bunch while I was there. It was the crowd got insane, like. You never knew that like people that love gold would be like stage rusher sort of people, like almost, but it like, it was packed. It was hilarious and awesome all at the same time. Like those people were like great fans. Everybody had good questions. And like, they even had to pull up all of the, uh, the tent sides to unlut enough people in. It was great. <laughs> it was so cool. Like it was awesome. I was like, yes, you guys are like diehards. Yeah, he says, uh, yeah, Swifties. Got Swift, yeah, Swift water. Uh, Surprised he wasn't water. trying to sell his pictures yeah. with Manny. So <laughs> his autograph with Manny. So <laughs> hey, I I have one. Want to buy it, Rob? Uh, I met a lot of good people. Still, is he still muted, guys? No, I'm not. I oh, okay. I looked down when Mr. Oh, okay. Lodak asked if I was muted, and yeah, he's a we're, the guy we're talking about. Well, obviously, Wy Gold says he was in the booth next to you for that uh, show, wearing a pure Across. white bleach white T-shirt. Forest. Wearing a his bandana red. around his neck and a cowboy, and a cowboy hat. hat stands about three foot four. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Oh, no. He was over there with Mike. I know the picture yes. of the guy. He <laughs> yes. came and like interviewed me too with his camera and whatnot. He was cool, dude. Like had a like a western sort of motif going on. Red yep. bandana. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Can't remember Scotty. his name at all, but I know who he is. He comments on my videos. He's a cool dude, and we chat every now and again. Why can't I remember his name? Why am I bad at this? He goes by Swiftwater. Scotty Swiftwater Tony. Yeah. Okay. I I was like I can go to Messenger and probably find who this person is. <laughs> yeah, uh, Scotty's a trip. <laughs> Oh, he had a green shirt that day? Wow, surprising. Every time I see him, it's like white spotless, you right. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he Very does. Tight. Yeah, he does uh, dry washing in Arizona. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I Arizona's believe he works up it. in the Blanchards. Ellie knows wrong. Because yep. cowboys wear the tighter shirts and yeah. the cowboy hats, you know. <laughs> they handle, or no, he's got the Fu Manchu mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It works. Whatever works. Yeah. yeah. Add a green shirt. 
Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. We we just like heckling him. You know, we yeah, people need that. You need to be yeah, he... like it it means that you're loved because if people don't give you crap and take yours back, you, they don't love you. Man, these guys must really love the hell out of me. <laughs> See, there you go. Oh hell yeah, that's why we give you but such Scotty... a time. Yeah, Scotty's also a, a co-host on a uh, another show on uh, GoProspectorsSpace.com. Uh, Prospectors Radio. Prospectors Radio, which is another good place if uh, if uh, you know you want to learn about uh, prospecting and stuff. Another good place to check out. It's free to join, and we always plug that channel because they're our friends. And we like they're them. your friends. They've been they're friends our of friends. our personal, personal friends. friends of ours and friends of the channel for many, many years. That's the beginning. That's before. Awesome. Yes, oh, that's yeah. the beginning. And it's it's really a good place to uh to go to find out about prospecting, ask questions. And uh yeah, they, they do uh two live shows every week. One on cool. Sunday night, one on uh Wednesday night. And you'll hear Scotty in the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll hear Scotty. Now, now, uh, uh, Ohio Relic Hunter says, I love you, Jesse, even when your hands are around his throat. <laughs> that's, that's the picture I have when we saw him at the gold show here in Columbus. Jesse. Yes. First, first time I met him because he's since he's been on here he just rags on me and rags on me. talks about my age because I'm really old you know oh yeah you were with the Romans weren't you, uh, you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. Constantly, constantly so you know and then and then we're at the gold show and he introduces himself first of all he's this big huge dude I mean he's got to be Pushing seven foot. I mean, six and a half, anyways. Big, huge dude. He said, Who has it? I just reached up and put my hand around. You're the one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But he still loves me. <laughs> oh, and that was the second time. It's just I didn't remember the first time. I have a problem with names. Remembering anything. <laughs> Names are tough. Names, Names are hard. Yesterday was tough. <laughs> fair. Very fair. Yeah. I'm old. I have an excuse. <laughs> no. There's never an excuse. Stop using that doggone excuse. Uh, yes, Bill. CRS. Get out the wheelchair. Yeah, CRS. That's right. All right, so somebody had asked, or someone, you put, Ed, was that you who put up the comment, what's her favorite find? Yes. So. Um, that was Drum Detect asked that question. I, here's where my problem lies. I love all of them that I find. <laughs> and so it's, it's my favorite time in that, or favorite find in that moment, uh, because I, I keep everything. I swear I have hoarder tendencies for rocks. Like I have giant rock gardens and my display shelves and stuff. 
Oh, you're not the only one, sister, and I ain't even a geologist. It's like, oh, <laughs> pretty leverite. I think I'll take that home. Well, yeah, and seeing that's what everybody thinks. So, I mean, but these are cool. Yes. Ooh. So. Is that copper? This is native crystalline copper? copper, yeah. Oh, beautiful. So, like the patina on it, too. And the, I mean, you can kind of see it. I'm trying to let it focus but it's yeah there block your face for a second because the camera's wanting to stay focused on your face yeah oh that's so beautiful not neat though like the crystal and copper like this is the rarest form of copper um that came from chino new mexico and they I, I loved finding it. I actually got to go over to the mine for my birthday because one of the uh, head geologists over there was like, well, I'll let you go down and dig in our, um, our junk pile because this right here is the quickest way to ruin a copper mine mill because it, this can't be processed. One, if it's native copper like this, it's junk and garbage to a mine. So the only thing they get out of is selling it or throwing it away oh, because wow. if they put it um, on any of their leech, leech dumps, it doesn't uh, deteriorate, but it'll absorb. Um, and then once they put it in the mill, it turns into these giant copper balls that clog the mill. And so because it, it's so soft and moldable that it, it just it gums up everything. And so they, they have a real problem with that in some places, so they have to get rid of it. So lucky for geologists that love rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a video of yours where you talked about that, Ellie. Yeah. And and so it's it's pretty cool. And and then this on a geology standpoint is amazing. It's been cut. So you see how you have the white rock or the felsic rock going through? Yeah, it's stepping up because this was a fault that is cutting the rock. And for orientation purposes, I don't know if this was it, if it's a thrust fault or if it's a normal fault. I have no idea. But what's inside of here is calcopyrite, pyrite and molybdenum with a quartz vein that's cutting all the way through the rock. Ooh, nice. All the way through. And, but that part, cause I saw these rocks cause it only goes, here's this, how it cuts through this way. And then you cut it this way and it's straight, but you can see how it offset. And so I found that absolutely fascinating in the field. I was like, I gotta cut that open and see if it looks that cool on the inside. Well, it was better on the inside than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> but it's the perfect example of micro-stepping faults. And this is what you get a lot in copper porphyries are faults like this because the secondary mineralization is what caused this to happen. So this shot through here on a fault zone, split these rocks to uplift this part and then deposited all of the copper rich minerals right here along with the molybdenum. So that, that's, that's got copper in it? Oh yeah, a ton of it. Oh yeah. Because yeah, calcopyrite, um, there, there's no boronite in this one, it's just calcopyrite. Um, but calcopyrite is the primary um, uh, mineral for them to put in their mill for extraction of copper. Don't so you have to be um, careful for their hypergene process. 
they look for chalcopyrite for their super gene process um they look for oxides uh doesn't that pyrite though carry arsenic though don't you have to be careful with it if you have arsenio pyrite yes this is just regular pyrite oh okay so okay. there was there was a lot of testing done um at that particular mine where that's from so there was no arsenic in the pyrite here um but I've come across many, many places where you get Arsenio pyrite and it has a beautiful silver sheen to it. it looks really cool. You still want to eat it. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, what about, have, like, what about handling it? Is no, it all right? Fine. You're fine. You're, as long as you're not like putting it in a soap bar and rubbing it up against your hands with water over and over again, you're fine. Um, don't, oh. don't touch a bunch of it and then lick something, but like, Arsenic being a heavy metal, you have to do it over and over and over and over again. It's, um, it's accumulation. Yeah, if you do it once, then you're, you're going to be you so know, it'd fine. So kind of like handling cinnabar. You're fine as long as it don't get hot or something. Or if you ingest it, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then people think that, you know, all of these things are just going to... Um, happen right you're just going to ingest all these minerals or it's going to happen through osmosis and it's like no no like i'm i don't go around eating rocks i don't have that kind of disorder <laughs> um but touching them you're going to be fine if, if you cut it though like you do want to wear a mask if yeah, you're going to ask you. with it yeah and, uh, of course if you're wondering what me and ed are giggling about our buddy ohio relic hunter this, didn't arsenio pyrite have a tv show back <laughs> <there>? <laughs> This uh, is what we have to deal with. That's that's yeah, why that's Jesse right. put his hands around his throat at the gold show. <laughs> we 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 love you, Bill. We love you. Funny. <laughs> 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 yeah, it is. Well, we didn't get we didn't get rain here tonight. Bummer. Didn't stop saying about this time. Oh, you know, we're getting ready to close. oh wow it is wow two hours sure flew by tonight yep. yeah wow and okay. everybody i'm sorry about the technical issues earlier yeah thanks for hanging in there for that yeah definitely definitely it's greatly yeah. appreciated because we we do have the greatest greatest audience here on youtube right here that's right so. no they're well they're, they, they're they're at least the okayest okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's our, our chat room we love them we We're love good them. with words a drug detect. <laughs> it's all a disorder <laughs> all a disorder that's right so what is the scariest time you had while exploring mr lodak Oh, um let's go into overtime so, and you know he's, and you know mr lodak's the world's greatest moderator so you gotta be straight with him so i've had two pretty scary experiences um i've i love to go exploring you know in different abandoned mines and i don't think that there's any problem you know just uh, hey i want to go in here i have a flashlight let's go see and check it out there are things you smell for things you look for all of the above and uh i ran into a mine i've made a video about it and in flip-flops 
<laughs> I don't. Yes. And uh, as I looked over uh, down the winds in the vertical shaft that was at the end of the attic, I was amazed. And there were these big old beautiful beams and this stuff. And and you could tell it was it went down in there. I was like, oh, man, if only I had a rope, this would be so cool. I'd totally do this. As I started to talk a little bit more, that dreadful, horrible sound happened. And I flipped out. I was like, snake. <laughs> and I scream and I start running the other direction. And then all of a sudden, these two bats flew down from the ceiling and started like dive bombing me. So I'm getting dive bombed by two bats. I'm trying to run away from the rattlesnake and flip flops out of the end. I was like, oh, man. So I got out and I was, man, that adrenaline was pumping. I was running fast out of that. My <laughs> was well, that was fantastic. Like I had a great time. Don't get me wrong, but was it stupid? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I needed a bigger <laughs> flashlight, uh, but did I have a blast? Oh yeah. It was totally memorable too. So like, I, I love doing stuff like that. Uh, you know, otherwise like, I, I know that I've probably walked on things that were like super sketchy especially when I went back to it the next time and that platform was gone, just no longer there. And the walkway was just this huge void. I was like, Oh, that was a false bottom the whole time. Yeah. yeah. But you don't know until like, you, you know, if you're sometimes you don't put those pieces together until after you've done it. And then you find the other holes and you're like, oops, that could have gone wrong. And yeah, one, you just hope one. for the best. And right. I guess that's what I do. I just hope that I'm going to come out okay on the other end because I've, you get one chance for your whole life to live it. That's it. Right. And everybody's always told me, don't waste your youth. Don't do this. Don't do that. So if I get the chance to run up the side of a hill to go do something, I'm sure as hell going to do it while I still can. And no offense to the older peoples out there that might have bad knees or hips or backs that hurt. And especially the people that I've dragged along and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how you do this. I, I apologize, but they wanted to go in there in my defense, but why, <laughs> why limit myself to do something? Like if I go out with a bang, so, so be, be it, it. Uh, because what's the point in being boring? I mean, sure. Don't get me wrong. I have my down days where I'm just sitting in front of the computer and I'm editing all day long. That's yeah, I'm, I'm, that's one thing I I'm love that, about live broadcasting. Right. And I'm that old guy with the bad knees that's gonna walk that mountain trail with you. You know? And you <laughs> can complain the whole time, but you're gonna, I'm gonna complain. No, no, no. Actually, back. he was very good in California hiking the sea. It took a while. <laughs> but well, you he was me. a trooper. He was a trooper, and you should have seen the prospector shuffle he did on one of the streams, and he did not fall. I wish I got that on tape. <laughs> well, it's about the adventure getting somewhere. It's, There's it's so about... many times when I go to find something, and I'm so hopeful it's going to be there, but every little step that I took, like getting there, was awesome and even if i didn't find anything on the other end i'm like but i'm standing here and i think that's one of the reasons why i film what i do is because 89 percent of the time i'm doing it alone and there's nobody else there to witness it and like if if no one's there to witness your life experiences for those really awesome moments then at least somebody can see it via camera 
and someone can say, I was there too, because I got to see it through your eyes. I right. love that aspect of filming and YouTube and, and things like that. It, I, it's amazing. And it's one of the biggest reasons why I do it. Cause there are so many people. Uh, there's a guy that I'm in touch with all the time. He loves to send me pictures of rocks and identify them. He was put in a wheelchair very early on in life. He can't go do hiking. He can't get out there and do like, he can go out in his yard, which he does a lot. And, right. you know, like pick up rocks with special tongs that he's made and stuff like that. And he cleans them up, sends me pictures, but he can't go running around anymore. Uh, he can't do those things. And so it's like for people like that, especially I can get out there and hurt myself. They don't have to. They're living they vicariously through you. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. You know, it's like one of, one of the, one of the things we talk about a lot here often is pay dirt bags. Yeah. Right. We don't, I don't buy them. Ed doesn't, uh, we, we hardly buy any. We might do if one. If we do, we buy them brand. from our local club right. or chapter, but you know. Those, but those bags have a large value to them yeah. for people who can't get out and mm -hmm. do those things. You know, they're able to, at least, you know, have fun painting because it's, it's fun. You know, pain is fun. Uh, and then, and then Dennis, Dennis Hedrick keeps saying, Ray's complaining you didn't find him enough gold. <laughs> I did. You tell Ray to shove a sock in it. I was just reading that comment for one of them. Tell, uh, tell Ray right now to come here I and did. confront her. We had to keep going in the Firefly, and we didn't have enough time. It was there. <laughs> it was there, dude. You saw it. Uh, I, I tell you what. If anybody understands that that situation more than than Ray, you know, it, Ray understands. He may he may give you a hard time. Oh yeah. But you he knows what it's all about. He, mm -hmm. you know, and, and even though Ray isn't really, he's only been mining about as much as lo as long as I have. Uh, mm -hmm. but you know, some but people still. learn better. Mm -hmm. Some people learn a lot faster than others. Yeah, and, sure. And, you know, and you can teach an old dog new tricks if they're willing to learn. Right. So Absolutely. and it's, it's that willingness to, to learn that's the, that's the problem for a lot of people. I know Ray was totally cool about it. I think that he, he'll always give me shit and I welcome oh, it every chance. Of course. Hey, Randy Lewis. They used to got people coming in on it. It's late. Why, why they didn't drill? I believe she said they did drill in earlier, didn't they? Uh, from, from, years, from years back, they did a little bit of drilling, but there's the, uh, the type of drill they would need to get in there would nearly be impossible for the location. And so well, the... Right. The hand sampling of pits was what they did. And then digging bigger pits because of the just the different variations of sizes of rocks. Even if you were to get an RC drill in there, a core drill would have a hell of a time getting through because you have boulder fields that are just, you know, you, you get boulder fields that are 25 feet deep. And you put a core rig in that, and that core rig is going to be pissed because you do RC <laughs> through unconsolidated rock. Then you do core through solid rock, and so that the doing that for the hard rock mines that are there in Greenland—that's what they do, and they have awesome core samples of that. But you can't necessarily right. do that on a placer mine in Greenland. 
And and I, I'm assuming the reason you guys didn't crush a bunch of rocks is because that's not what you were there to do, right? No, huh? Because we were there specifically to be to do the first placer gold mine in Greenland. Right. And so that's what we got started doing. And so there's there, so there is no placer gold mines there? Nope. They're all hard rock. All hard rock. There's no. only two gold mines there. Oh. Um, and they're both okay. hard rock. No, no, it's okay. All of them are hard rock. All of them. All, all of them. All two of them. All two of them, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, here's a comment about our pay dirt bags. Pay dirt bags are worth it. By the time you factor in the cost associated with heading to the bush, fuel, <laughs> food, wear and tear on your truck, etc. Pay, pay dirt bags are cool as long as it did a you get a good one. It is a good one. I agree. Yeah, it's like fun. going fishing. <laughs> like going fishing. It's cheaper to go to the fish store and buy a pound of expensive fish and by the time you get a license and then get the boat, the gas, all that time and everything. Exactly. But if people can do it, again, it's about the adventure out there. You right. might not find right. anything. It's that time. It's the getaway, it's the, the decompression, and, and then spending time with friends if you're out there doing that. You might not find diddly squat, but you sure had a great time laughing about that person falling over, getting muddy <laughs> or dirty, you know, yeah. everything else, spilling stuff, you know. It, it, that's that's that. what that's about, and that's what that's why we go do that, you know. That, that yeah, if you find the shiny the stuff, it's awesome. You're like, woohoo, but if, if you don't, you had a good time with your buddies. Yeah, I don't know about that statement. Old mine, old mine with Lars. Did a lot of digging in plaster. I was just mining. gonna say, man, I I do an awful lot of digging for doing plaster. That's right. <laughs> I do a so, lot of digging. Being like a hard rock mine geologist for forever, um, you learn a lot about plaster. But then actually going into doing the plaster stuff, there's a lot that goes into it. You get a whole other set of skills for reading the geology surrounding you than you do reading for a hard rock mine. And so oh, I love yeah. being able to do both, but it's really cool. Well, like I was saying earlier, too, anywhere you go, it's going to be different. You have to adjust for that difference. Mm hmm. Okay. Exactly. But it, since we're we're already what twenty minutes in? No, I have no, We're only fourteen minutes into <laughs> overtime. Is Ray out of his meeting yet? <laughs> Ray had his chance. Too bad we we caught him on a Masonic Temple night. That's all right. I'll message him, tell him he missed a good show. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Just message him. Were your ears ringing? Well, yeah, yeah. He hasn't replied. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, it's been fun. I think we yeah. should probably close yes. it up. I had a blast, guys. I'm glad, I'm glad you did. Come back. Definitely. Well, yeah, for sure. Sorry I had technical difficulties, too. I didn't mean for my light to, like, fall all over the place. Oh, it happens. Yeah, yeah nothing compared to Ed's technical difficulties. Yeah, you did have yeah. your encoder crash on you, at least. Right. <laughs> 
but yeah, great having you visit us again. And as you heard last week, the last week of every month is our open line Tuesday, and that's next week. So that's uh... when you could come back and BS with us if you like, or any of you out there could hop on and join us and plug your channel or whatever you want. Later, guys. One more little announcement here. Yeah. I find it from, uh, they have a, on goldprospectorspace.com, where did it go? Uh, Mr. Lodak posted it a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, they have a raffle going on a benefit for the for the uh, for the website. So for any of you people out there, I'll tell you what, dude, I have some awesome prizes. Dude, they have some really good stuff up mm -hmm. for good stuff the and raffle everything goes, right now. Uh, everything goes to uh, to help the show keep running. Yeah. So if, if you guys are members or you're not members, go over there and sign up. Get involved in there. Uh, I think I don't know what the tickets are going for probably about five dollars per ticket five dollars a piece per ticket okay. and they some you'll get you'll probably get some stuff from ray from lots of people uh i can't find it now i don't know where thanks bc trails okay oh uh, yeah all right for a guy you can you're seeing the chat and in the chat at times ellie i was gonna say you're getting quite a bit of love in our chats yeah, I, I glance over every now and again. I can't like watch it because then I end up like you said watching Stare, like delay. Like I'm like, whoa, right something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh yeah, they said that would happen. Don't freak out. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's why I, I do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I I can see the comments and I I now I'm trying to go back and forth. So, but thank you so guys so much for the love. Yeah, I, I, I try not to read them too much because I get distracted from them and then, I, then I'm not paying attention to you and that's not polite. So <laughs> That's okay. Everyone else is paying attention to me. You you don't have to. <laughs> okay, fine enough. I'll see you later. Later. <laughs> but no, it's been fun. It was fun last time. It was fun this time. Maybe we'll get I you to come back again. Especially after you... Uh, after you find out what your new adventure is going to be, you need to come back and let us know. I know. Yeah, as soon definitely. as I can talk about it, I right, might be able right. to. Yeah, we might be able we, to. We understand your disclosure agreements and stuff uh, whenever you're able to. Mm -hmm. Yes, I definitely will. I'll have a couple different things to tell you guys. Also, yep. someone's mentioned Flash Bash a couple times. Can someone tell me what that is or message me about it, please? Uh, Flash Bash is an outing we put on the first weekend of June. Um, last this year was our fourth year hosting it. Oh, it's small. You, it's small. It's mostly creators gathering together, and um, it's more of a YouTuber gathering okay it's and, a gathering of treasure hunters yes gotcha all different types detectorists magnet fishers prospectors 
Awesome. Geologists. We've had a couple of that. We've had yeah, geologists yeah. join us, <laughs> helping us out. Hey, look at this. And it's uh, usually like, somewhere here in Ohio, Ellie. Cool. So, uh, so far, it's been at three different locations. Um, so I have thought about getting out to southern Indiana because they have the better gold, like southern Ohio. Cool. Uh, so, um, but that it's a year planning type thing. I was already thinking about it before it was even over this year for next <laughs> year. Hey, hey, here's a better question. What are you doing in uh, two weeks? Two weeks? <laughs> we uh, Labor Day rush weekend. Days. There's gold, Day rush weekend, days gold rush days at the Swank West uh, Lease in butler ohio it's been going on for over 20 years now i believe like 25 years yeah uh, troy 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 keeps going come to ohio gold rush days come to ohio <laughs> <laughs> probably not on this short of notice troy yeah probably not <laughs> it would be cool i'm i'm going to what is it the it's the prescott outdoor summit I have a booth over there. Um, it's September like 16th through 18th, and I'll be like, you know, talking to people and selling stuff. But it's to it's for the kids area, so that you can talk to the younger generation about minerals, geology, and things that might get them excited. And then I have little science experiments that they can do at the booth. So awesome! That's so, cool. Like we say, start them young. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, they do a lot of things for kids at Gold Rush Days. Right. We do. They have, in fact, uh, <laughs> yeah, kids oh, belly yeah. checking. The kids. Uh, they go out and pan. They Somebody shows them how to do uh, pan. Well, they've got their own common dig, too, for the oh, kids. Right. Uh, oh, their cool. own detecting. Oh, yeah. Metal detecting. Yeah. Lots of fun stuff. And, and remember to wear your poncho. Yeah, yeah. Women bring a poncho. Yes. Portable uh, potty right there. Oh help. <laughs> Next time I will have one. Uh, it will be on the packing list. Yeah. There you poncho. go. Poncho. Large one. Large one. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right, Ex yeah. Right. Extra large. Extra large. Yeah. Uh, 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 go to big and tall store. Yeah, so that it's long enough. So that... <laughs> this has been such a great conversation. <laughs> Who would have ever thought, right? Who yeah. would have ever thought that the one thing you learned about tonight uh, on tonight's show <laughs> was that women, if you wear a poncho, you don't have to worry about people seeing you when you take a crap. That's right. Good night, Brad. Oh. Hey, Robert Ferguson. Robert Ferguson. Thanks for the super chat. Awesome, guys. Our friend. Oh, Don't forget the TP with the poncho. Yeah, this is very true. Oh, yeah. Right. Need, that, need that mountain and desert money, sis. You know. Oh, hell, there's leaves out there. Don't worry about it. Uh, in Greenland, there weren't leaves. Oh, oh better, no. Yeah. No, you had moss if you were lucky. Otherwise, you had. Uh, like the crowberry bushes which were like little blackberries which were a bunch of sticks with little bitty teeny tiny leaves there was nothing to use <laughs> oh wow oh, yeah it was a situation uh but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> 
text the newspaper with you. That's right. <laughs> Magazine would have been great. Well, guys, yeah. I am getting the dinner wave. FYI, getting the wave and the yes. pool's calling her going, Ellie. Hello, it's food. Plus, my stomach. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard my stomach growling. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's what oh, that we're was. Sorry. We didn't mean to keep you past your dinner time. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm just, it's like the fourth wave. And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's coming. She's coming. Uh, thank you very much, Ellie, for joining us again. Everybody, next week is Open Line Tuesday. Hope to see you all here. Until Thanks, then, Dennis. may you always have a flash in your pan. And you know what he's going to say next. That's right. <laughs> Maybe one day, too, we'll meet you on the river or in the desert. Who knows? Maybe at the crater of diamonds or Menards. It has happened. The goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. God bless. Thanks for joining us tonight. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good evening. Bye. <laughs> Mr. Lodak, nice job again as usual. As so always. Thanks for oh, joining you. us, this old mind with Lars. Or, thanks for not clearing out the chat room. Five, See you, Ellie. Thank three, you. Two, thanks, one. Ellie. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Adios, amigos. David Villa. David Bogan, good to see you. Thanks again, Robert. Troy Johnson, I want to hear about Canada. Jeff Miller. All of you. Yeah, great show tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Don. Thanks, Ellie. Yeah, definitely. That was a good show. Yeah, it was.